Hey guys, it's time for Lawn Theory. So crack open a cold one and settle in and let's get to it. On Lawn Theory, we're going to keep up with industry trends and hear from professionals who built businesses from the ground up. New episodes drop every Sunday and you'll have new growth opportunities for your business every Monday. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey ladies and gentlemen, it's Steven Werner. Welcome to Lawn Theory. Today I'm joined by Wayne with MoBot. Wayne was courteous enough to drive all the way down here to Wichita, Kansas from Omaha, Nebraska to join us today. Thank you so much, Wayne, for being down here. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about MoBot? I know you're an expert when it comes to robotic equipment and electric handheld equipment in the outdoor power equipment industry. Yeah, so MoBot um, was founded back in 2020 as a franchise and uh, we decided to purchase them out and strip it down as a subscription for landscape companies to uh, help convert from traditional mowing to autonomous mowing. Awesome. Yeah. And I know that you guys offer a variety of auto mowers. Is that correct? Auto mowers? Yeah. We, yeah, a variety of auto mowers. Auto mowers is trademarked by Husqvarna. Gotcha. Um, but we have plenty of different robotic mowers that are out there as well that, yep. we, that we represent. Awesome. And I know Husqvarna has kind of um, taken the lead, especially in Europe and now coming over here to the United States with some of their equipment. And I know that's um, by far the most that we see, but there's new emerging folks that are there. How how fast do you think robotics are going to start to kind of take hold here in the United States? I think we're we're right on the tipping point now. It, it's been gradually ramping up here the last 24 months. And this, this last few months has just been incredible um, with the transition of legislation and labor shortages and everything and on how fast we're we're ramping up so i'm thinking in the next 24 months from now um it'll be not new to us anymore it'll be more every day so part of the mobot umbrella you also have robin and i remember when robin had first started and that technology had first kind of taken hold and seeing how far it's come from even four or five years ago to today is truly it's really mind-blowing we were installing a unit earlier today and uh it's just fascinating how far along that they've come and we know that the labor shortage and quality has plagued the industry for a number of years and we've seen through our users and just requests and demand for robotics that they 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 see it as a viable solution now instead of something that's a threat there's a solution now that they can purchase a a unit put it on someone's property and make even more profit than they did with um their their traditional labor um, and staffing that they had prior. Are you seeing that kind of take hold more in the United States and people putting more robots out on properties instead of and scaling back on their maintenance? Yeah, 100%. Um, with, with the labor shortage, the landscape companies had two choices to either find a labor that's not there to keep growing on their maintenance side or just not take any, any more customers on. But with autonomous mowing, they can now not turn away customers and take on autonomous mowing and, and more more clients. Um, it frees up their labor for more profitable things in the company. So if they're hardscapers or they're in irrigation or lighting, they can take those resources now and, and, and use them in those buckets in their company. So it's, it's definitely, definitely helping the companies out now. Awesome. Yeah. And I know the technology's come a, a long way as well. We were having a conversation earlier. So a lot of the units that we've installed are all the fly-by-wire systems for residential property. I know that there's some units that are, are out now that you talked about that um, can, um, what was the term used, line, line of sight with um, GPS technology or 4G 
um, and you can use them on multiple different properties. And you guys just brought that on, that capability on not too long ago, correct? Yes, correct. It's a company called US URS Robots, Nexmo. Um, it's all RTK tracked, cloud-based to be able to store the lawn virtually. And then you're able to just QR code the robot to what property you're on and uh, let it go out and do its job, do its task. Yeah, because we have a lot of listeners who have reached out to us asking, okay, could I drop these robots off at multiple different locations throughout the day and have them service multiple different addresses? And when you and I had first started talking a long time ago, we didn't, that capability wasn't there. And so now that it is here, I think it opens up such a huge, huge opportunity for folks who have a lot of commercial accounts that maybe they don't have a lot of uh, tree canopies um, that they can then replace some of that traditional staffing with um so super excited to to hear that that has has come online um for the demand of the product around legislation i know there's an act that was passed in dallas and several other places do you think the industry will continue to see more legislation around electric equipment yeah i think so 100 percent um every every year um, we see more and more states adopting it or, or bigger cities you know right now there's California obviously is, is the big push, 2024 um, being 25 horsepower or less. Um, you have a lot of cities that are out or banning gas-powered blowers. So the, the electrification and, and battery handheld is ramping up rapidly um, because of that. So most definitely, I think here in the next, again, in the next few years, we're going to see a lot of states and a lot of big cities adopt um, the, the big green initiative. Absolutely. One of the things that I've started noticing as well with the, the different cities and states adopting the, the green initiative is that it's changing the mindset of a lot of those business owners sooner, and they're seeing the, the profits or reaping the harvest from there. I know you have a lot of folks in the Northeast and, 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 and down South. Have you seen any of your clients who got into it to either be early adopters or stay ahead of the compliance, and they've just seen the tremendous value that's associated with robotics and really just leaned in there? Yeah, yeah, there, there are some, some landscape companies throughout the South that have, have totally, totally 100% leaned in. Um, and it's scary at first, you know, it's still new technology. Um, and this was, this was companies that started a couple of years ago with this. And now it's just, it's second nature. They would never, ever go back to anything that's gas. Yeah. One thing that we've seen from business owners who have adopted this and being able to put a unit out on a homeowner's property that's fly-by-wire is seeing kind of that, that not basic math, but seeing that return on investment based off of this simple fact of knowing, hey, I've got three guys that normally have to go out to serve this property. One, they no longer work for me. Two, gas is expensive. Um, and if I can put a unit out on this property, and I'm just making numbers up here, but let's say it's $48 a month for that unit, but you're charging $50 a week per cut, and that unit cuts daily, then the impact to the homeowner is, one, they have a better quality lawn. Two, they don't see any major shift in their price point unless you're adding a bunch of add-ons to it. Um, but have you seen a lot of that profitability kind of increase? I know you have a lot of, from, from Mobot, you have a lot of infographics, a lot of things that can show how profitable you can become on that. But what are kind of walk me through that profitability of putting a, a unit on a property like we talked about. Yeah, so if you take like a standard residential property that's, it's, you know, I don't know, $50 a week um, for the property, a lot of them are changing any pricing at all to the to the end user. And when they do the math, when they cut out 
the crew, the, the two-man crew, move it down to a one-man crew. They cut out a, a F-250 Ford truck and a big trailer and two big zero turns. They, they definitely start seeing the big benefits and the big ROI on just leaving that bot on property. Um, so with that all being said, look at a, a, a bot that costs that individual $3,000. You know, they can get it, they can get it uh, recovered within 12 to 14 months. Yeah, and I, we were talking earlier too, the, the maintenance on replacing the blades and then just the life, um, the, the, the lifetime of that unit. It was six years, correct? Six years is what you're expecting? Seven, seven to 10 years is what Husqvarna's is saying lifespan of the, of the bot. Yeah, that's then, fantastic. Yeah, and the maintenance on the bot's minimal. You know, change to three blades every other month. You're less than $5. Way cheaper than gas oil, air filters, and sharpening yep. the blades. Yeah, I was going to say, sharpening the blades every yep. night is so time-consuming for folks. Um, you almost do it just for, for that, the time-saving yes. on, on sharpening your blades. So with the knowing that you can make a lot of money off of a, a single unit on a single property, what are some advice, some, what's some advice that you would give to businesses that want to kind of get into this? Is it buy one unit? Is it buy six units? Do you guys have a package that you can, you can give them to help them get up to speed? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a package out there now that's called a discovery package. So some of these landscape companies that are just now trying to, trying to get their feet wet in it. Um, that's a package I recommend. It's three to five bots, you get all the tech support from us. You get all the installation instructions from us. Um, and we actually help you with the business model as well to, you know, how to sell to the customer, what the customer should expect out of out of the bots the first week, the first month, and then so on and so forth. So it's 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 a complete package. So it's, I don't really want to call it hand-holding, but it's pretty much hand-holding in the discovery package. And we're, we're excited and happy to do that with these landscape companies. Yeah, and one of the things that, we found to be very effective is a lot of times there's another barrier is, well, how do I communicate that with my customer? How do I bill my customers? And I know we announced our partnership months ago. Um, but as that continues to go along and you have all a one-stop shop solution to manage your bots in the field and continue to grow and, and measure those benefits, I think users will see drastic upticks in their performance, their downtime, well, less not upticks in downtime, a significant increase in productivity because you have less downtime. And I think as robots continue to, to, to evolve in the industry, we're just going to see major shifts. I think, to be honest, I think that robotics is going to be the biggest upset in the industry that the green industry has ever seen, um, in, in my personal opinion, because we're already seeing it disrupt so many different factors of life, whether that's in Europe or here, and showing that you can do more with less, right? I'm always a huge fan of do more with less. And I think with robots, what we're seeing is we spent an hour and a half burying, not burying, setting everything up. And you won't have to go back to that property except for to trim an edge and upsell. And so from a profitability standpoint, it's a huge advantage and you're already ahead of the curve what are some what are some tips or tricks or advice that you would give to business owners who are, are interested in going down this path, um, and how do you think they could be successful? No, I think the tips and tricks would be definitely reach out to either Mobot or Lawn Buddy and get us in contact so we can actually listen to what their goals are. You know, what are they trying to accomplish on turning some of their maintenance contracts over to autonomous mowing, and then put them on the right path. I mean, is it going to be the path of 
um, leasing the bot back to the homeowner, subscribing to it? Is it going to be the path of selling them the bot as a package and maybe selling them a maintenance behind it? Um, so that would be the kind of the first steps mm-hmm. to, to make it happen. Yeah. And then, so moving forward, kind of, if you were to, if you had a time machine, you could go five years into the future, what do you, how, how big of an impact do you think robotics is going to have? Oh, that's a great question. I think we're going to see a lot less landscape trailers, mm-hmm. uh, maintenance trailers. Um, I, I just, you know, anything that you can put out on your property. And like you said, more is less is to make your life easier. That's where I see it. I mean, people are just going to say, I can't believe you mowed with a zero turn. We have this, you know, nice little robot that mows our lawn every day. And I come home from work and it looks, it looks beautiful. I think that's a realization here in the next three years. Yeah, absolutely. And I think anyone who's hesitating on, uh, it's not going to cut good. It's not going to do that. The areas that I think it's going to do to, to, to prove that it will, um, Wayne actually came down at the beginning of this summer and we installed two units um, out at the, a baseball stadium here in Wichita, Kansas. One of those units, I'm pretty sure we exceeded the, the grade in which it, would, it should have been installed, but we have had zero issues with either of those two, two um, automowers at all, um, including getting notifications if it's been kicked or tipped over or moved, just the connectivity, connectivity of the robot speaking to the business owner. Um, one is huge, but then the reliability has been mind-blowing. I talked to the staff of the baseball stadium not too long ago, and they were saying they were completely blown away by the effectiveness of the units and the reliability behind them. And so I think anyone who's listening who is on the fence, we have tested it, and we continue to test it. And part of this partnership is to bring you high-quality content, high-quality experts like Wayne to help you learn more and get ahead of the curve because the industry is changing and we are seeing rapid changes both from legislation as well as the industry as a whole realizing we're not going to solve this labor problem. It's not, it is not going away. It is not going away at all. The, as a matter of fact, I think it's going to continue to get worse as distributed teams continue to increase, right? So as more businesses are allowing people to work from home. Just culture in the United States is changing. Young young people, the next generation, are, are changing, and they are not going to do business the same way, and they're also going to demand a different type of service from businesses in the lawn and landscape industry. So this is not going away, and early adopters can definitely take a huge leap forward in these trends by just sitting down and, and talking with, with Wayne and, and the team at Mobot. What would you say um, if if and business owners interested in this, let's say they they do the discovery package, how fast could they ramp up if they see that ROI in a in a short amount of time? Yeah, I see. We typically see them that, that second year after they're kind of going through that discovery phase and they do their own test um, to, to make themselves a believer. It's that second year they start ramping it and they start transitioning fairly quickly. Um, they're already existing maintenance contracts. Yeah. What are you most excited to see in the industry, specifically in robotics, in the next year or two years? I, you know, it, everything's met and exceed my expectations already. Um, so, you know, these units are going to get bigger and bigger. It's going to be able to handle more and more properties. So I'm excited to see the big units 
we have some projects going on at airports right now and some very large uh, municipalities that we're testing some bigger bots on. So that's that's where my excitement is to see massive fields being able to be mowed autonomously and not have, you know, a hundred and fifty thousand dollar tractor out there and and just have this fifty inch robot just maintaining the pro- a twenty acre property. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. I believe you had pulled up earlier. That's the um, Sequoia, correct? Sierra, Sierra, yeah, Sierra. <laughs> yep, Sierra. And there's some other brands out there that that we're testing at this point. Yeah, yep. it, it looked it looked phenomenal. Um, the just the capability that it had to just the vast amounts of acreage that it could cover. Um, there was also something that was really neat as we were setting up one today. Uh, for those of you who adjust your deck height, I know this is a controversial opinion. I know that I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from this, but people who adjust your deck height during different seasons, there is good news. Wayne was able to show me that literally from the press of a button, you can adjust the deck height on some of these Husqvarna units. And so as your season continues to change here in the Midwest, obviously we have a lot of fescue, have a lot of Bermuda that grows rapidly or drastically reduces its growth growth time depending on the season. Um, and so they've really thought out how you go about um, changing deck heights or, or cutting lengths, things of that nature. Um, and it, yes, the whole, the whole connectivity all, all the way around, you know, it's, it truly makes a smart home smart. You know, it's, it's Alexa capable. Um, it's Google capable. Um, you, you'll be able to, you know, it'll be sooner sooner than later it'll be communicating with your sprinkler system so it'll know that it can't mow during the certain time because it's being sprinklered when the sprinkler shut off the mower will go out and do its task so it'll become a complete hands-free outdoor living yeah and what is the so like for an average residential home let's say um I, I have no idea like half an acre home or less how much time do you think it would take a unit to, to actually cut because it cuts every day correct yeah, it, it can. I mean, it just kind of depends on the go- growth spurt. So in the spring, obviously, you'll probably have it running a little bit more. Um, but, you know, on a half an acre property with the right size mower, you're you're running in about 12 hours. Yep. Yep. What is some um, part of the, the kind of as we get towards the tail end of our, our time here, what is some of the biggest advice you could give younger business owners who are the small to medium size that are just starting out? Because I know we talked a lot about how we could help these existing landscaping companies, but what are some opportunities you think there are for younger, small to medium sized business owners in the industry? Yeah, I think, you know, instead of going out and spending, you know, the big money starting out in landscaping, um, I mean, you you have to look at, you're going to have an expensive truck, expensive trailer. You're going to have, you know, the first go around of buying to equip the trailer, um, it's definitely would make more sense to come in, start out as robotics if you're just kind of getting into the industry, because pretty soon the zero turns will be a dinosaur, mm-hmm. you know. So, it, I think it wouldn't be very good money spent if you're starting out in the industry today if you're not seriously looking at autonomous mowing. I agree. So I know you're going to be at um, Elevate. You're going to be at Equip. Are you going to be at any of these other shows throughout the... I know there's a lot, and it's hard to remember all of them, but I know for sure you're there at those two shows, yep, correct? Definitely going to be at those two big shows. Um, we'll be up in Michigan at the Michigan Landscape Show. Um, I'm not... For, you know, there's there's several on the books that from now t- really through January. So there might be some more state shows that we show up. So we try to participate in all the, the state's landscaping associations shows. So right now, we've, you know, we've been in Texas, Nebraska's, Michigan's, um, 
we got to get involved in Kansas. Obviously, we haven't been here yet in the Kansas show, but yeah, the two big shows right now is Elevate and Equip that we'll be at. Yep, and we'll be there as well. So anyone who who would like more information, feel free to stop by and see some of the robots in action. It's really neat to see their booth. The uh, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but you'll you'll be you'll be very very impressed. So one of the last parting questions that I have for everyone is my favorite question. It's a would you rather question. Um, Great. <laughs> and I did this for for Sherry. I've done it for for everyone, and I'm interested to hear your opinion. Would you rather have legs the size of thumbs or thumbs the size of legs? <laughs> thumbs the size of legs. Amen. The, uh, that's, <laughs> at least we have someone with sense. The, uh, uh, so the, we always do that just to break the ice a little bit and know that uh, we are just like you who are listening, uh, and we, we want to continue to guys bring you great content, great experts like Wayne. We thank you so much for your time. And how can folks get a hold of you? Uh, I just You could reach out to mobot.com. Just right on that page is really the easiest. And, and just fill out your information, and we'll, we'll contact you within the same day. Yeah, and we'll have the contact information for, for, for Mobot below in the description here. Um, if you guys have any questions, as always, comment, send us messages. We'll get you the best information to the best of our ability. Thanks, guys.